0: This is the Proud City Podcast. Well, we're back. Welcome to the Proud the City Podcast. My name is Daniel. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Uh, some interesting news has popped out. If you haven't already, listen to the first uh, episode of this season. This is season three. Uh, kind of just opened up about the off season and what's been going on. Um, I'm going to be honest, guys. Nothing really has happened in terms of just what they've done recently. Um, I mean, today's stuff is nothing of that sort. Uh, only thing that has happened is we are going to talk about the draft a little bit and we are going to talk about the schedule that just released and the hyped-up news of what the NLL was going to do. So, let's dive into it. Um, to put everything together, um, nothing much really happened. Um... We have signed a lot of guys just in the offseason. Uh, Matt Pierce did not sign with Panther City. He goes back to Vancouver or just goes to Vancouver. Um, we re-signed Liam Patton. Um, we have signed forward Tyler Digby for the upcoming season with another guy. I mean, they've signed a lot of forwards uh, coming up. Uh, Ryan McLean is back the cleaner. Uh, So good to have him back. Uh, You know, it's always nice to have the continuation of uh, just the team itself trying to gel together in its third season. So uh, I mean, they just signed a lot of guys. Um, I'm sorry if I missed like Justin Scott signed. Uh, They didn't have much to say on him. Uh, Jason Knox has signed the fifth overall draft pick in last year's draft. Um, signed for the team, so they have signed two more defensemen, Michael Seidel and Adam Yeo. So, I'm going to assume those are gonna be practice squad guys. Uh, and I think that's about it for. Now for the team, but going into the draft, Steve Toll got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Very deserving. So, congratulations, Steve, on that. Um, We all love Coach Toll, especially on the defensive end, um, and a really good guy to talk to. I love talking to him. So, it was fantastic. So, now we go into the draft day. And our draft day. Is going to be the following. So, fifth selection was Ryan Ryan Sheridan, forward. Uh, he's now been signed for, to the team, so expect him to play the season. Twenty uh, first overall, forward Justin Sykes also got um, drafted. Funny enough, him and Sheridan were both. Teammates in college. So, how funny is that? Uh, 46 overall selection uh, Elijah Gash from Albany, defenseman, was selected. And he is now also signed. And I think the biggest uh, uh, draft, draftee, um, has to be Mike Sisselberger from Lehigh University, transition slash faceoff. Um, I can't believe we end up getting this guy. I really can't. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's incredible for, um, how good he is. I, I still can't believe how it's, I mean, the guy was, uh, 80, nearly 80% last year in college. Um, and for his career, uh, well, no, his fr- his first year, I believe, 2021 season, he was 80%. In his career, he's 65%. And last year, for Lehigh, he was 678 So that is a fantastic, that's probably the best get of the uh, offseason. Has to be him. We get the faceoff guy we need, and that's no disrespect to anyone who's been playing. It's just to get a guy of that caliber and that high up of a really young talent who is very good at faceoffs, especially with his stats. You know, this is going to be someone, if we can keep him for a while, <laughs> all I'll say is he'll uh, have a really good career in the NL. A, a 61st selection was uh, defenseman Colin Sharkey. Which, what a name. I mean, I love that last name. 85th was Justin Morgan forward, In the ninth pick is defenseman Tim Manning. So, I'm not sure if Cecil Berger has been signed. I'm really hoping he has. Um, I don't know. And, by the way, that 2021 faceoff percentage is an NCAA record. So, it, it, it has been incredible um has not been confirmed that he's been signed uh if i'm panther city i'm signing him right away but the biggest question is what's about the schedule so before we get into the schedule let's talk about what the nl has done they have decided this year that there are no more conferences no more east no more west so do i like this not really um I can kind of – I can go at this on two ways, and I'll explain both now. Um, they've always kind of had a problem with Eastern teams because if you're new here, the top four in the East get in, three get in the West, and then there's one wild card that can go for either or. And it's been underwhelming for the West to get in, so they kind of want more because at the very end, there are more East teams that could have gone in for but not the West. But because I guess tiebreakers and all that, the West got in. So, they have now made it a 1-8 for the postseason. And they just play. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to do all this. Um, in terms of how they're just going to do the um, playoffs. Because I know they end up saying it, but... I'm still very confused on how exactly it's going to work out because it's a bracket style and that's semifinals and the finals will be a best of three. So I'm going to assume that the uh I'm going to assume that the first round's one game only, which I guess is fine, but again, okay, just really weird how they've done that. Uh, so because now when I say the schedule, just remember, because there are no more conferences, everything now kind of makes more sense. And here's the second one, is I think they're trying to get a little bit more parody in the league. Uh, for the last couple of years, it's really just been Toronto and Buffalo and Toronto and Buffalo, especially Buffalo. So in that case of, I guess, trying to get more parody, I guess it's just trying to elevate to more teams, um, make it easier. So, let's get into this. Um, we start off in December. And it's a road game to start. And it's at Vancouver. Um, should be a win. Uh, let's just actually go through this. Uh, should be a win here. Um, I don't think... I mean, Aiden Walsh is going to be incredible. Like he was again this year. Just ran out of steam. But I just think that this team is going to be good enough to get up there. So I think that's going to be a win. Home opener is the next uh, week against Las Vegas. And thank God that's a Sunday. Uh, sorry for those Cowboy fans or any NFL fans, um, but I will be there. Um, home opener playing Las Vegas should be another one. So hopefully that's a 2-0 oh start. Uh, two week. Break, uh, a one week break so we next games in two weeks. This one I think is gonna be a big loss maybe uh, because you are facing Captain America and the Toronto Rock. Uh, that is a home game so that's gonna be kind of interesting to see Toronto at home for the first time and apparently with some of these teams that we are playing now we will see the teams that we want to play once we'll see them again but the flip side I'm pretty sure that's what the website said. And then January, there are no home games in January. I'm sorry to everyone, but if for people that are out of town, the rodeo's in town, and with Dickie's Arena being the home of the Fort Worth rodeo, they don't play any games. That happened last year. I'm just glad it's a four-game road trip. You uh, though there are only three games in January. I'm just glad it's that and not the insane road trip that they had last year. So it's Georgia which could go either way, New York Grip Tie, which I think is going to go in the way that they're going to win. But I'm actually upset about that game being in New York because I really want to see Jeff Teat in Fort Worth. I love that. He should, honestly should have been the MVP, him or Dane Smith. It's one of two, but I'll get to him here in a second. And Las Vegas. So it's that's your January slate. Uh, then you go to Saskatchewan to open up February. That's always going to be a tough game. Always will be a tough game, uh, especially up there. And then at home against Colorado and at home against Georgia. So it's not it's not a hard opening set of games there for the first nine. Um I'm not that concerned about it for the first half of the season. I think that's great. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the end, and I'll get to hear in a second on why. So the start March it is San Diego, then Rochester, which are both home games. So after that four-game road trip, you get a four-game homestand. And that's going to be tough uh, at Philly. That's going to be tough. If you remember last year, that was an incredible comeback that Panther City had um, dead in the water in the second half, and they clawed their way out to win that uh, at Halifax for the first time. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be a really interesting game to go to. And then the game that I kind of have circled on and I cannot wait to go to, and it is facing the defending champion, Buffalo Bandits. I get this, We all get, especially here in Fort Worth, uh, you get to see Dane Smith play, and that's going to be a privilege. So that's going to be really fun to see. I cannot wait to see this man play. Uh, so after that, uh, that's the March slate. So five games in March. After having three in the first three months, March is just a grind. And April is another grind. Um, Four games in that. So it's San again on the road. At home against Philadelphia, at home against Albany, and then at Calgary. So, kind of glad we don't have to face Calgary except once this entire season. Um, I'm very happy about that, uh, considering what happened last year. So, overall, my initial thoughts are this is tough. This is a really tough schedule. Um, That March is not fun. Because Rochester cleaned us up when we played up there in New York. Uh, Philly's going to be a tough game. Halifax is going to be a tough game. And then, you know, you have to face the two teams that end up making the finals in San Diego and Buffalo. So, it's tough. It's really tough. San Diego twice in the last game. The champions, Philadelphia twice. Calgary, Rochester. The back half of the schedule is tough. It's a very tough schedule. And even the front, I mean, Toronto, Colorado, Saskatchewan, Georgia, it's just, it's, it's tough all the way around. So, I, I, that's what I feel. I just, that's just my gut feeling is it's going to be tough. If this was a Western Conference, Eastern Conference style, I would be a little bit more happy. Um, like playing Vancouver a couple more times would be fine. Um, you know, at least we get to face Albany, and that's no offense, Albany. I got to meet their owner last uh, during the la game last year. Uh, super nice guy. So, yeah, I mean that's that's about it. I'm really excited. Uh, I'll go more in depth. I know I was going to talk about how I see this team going, but I will do that in a preview itself. Um, I just did that offhanded, so I apologize. But that's about it. Um, that's just a massive thing. And again, it's just, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I With the one through eight, it's going to be a lot harder this year. But I think everyone's got a harder schedule. So uh, that's about it, guys. Um, I know this ain't the longest episode. Well, by my standards, it's pretty long. I just tried to keep it short for you guys. Um next episode um I'm going to talk about some uncomfortable topics about uh what about the team. Uh and it it's not bad. I can already put out the slammer. It's not gonna be bad. It's just gonna be something that I want to talk to you guys about and I will be putting it on Twitter and Instagram within the next couple of um weeks, maybe just Twitter. I know that some of the teams follow, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. It's about time that we're about to get this season underway. So, once again, thanks for listening to this episode of the Proud City Podcast. We are on pretty much everything now. Um, doesn't matter what you guys have: um, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio. You know, we're pretty much on everything. So, um, you know, if you guys want to. Leave a review, put five stars, get it out to everyone because the next episode we'll be talking about why I just said that comment. So until then, guys, thank you all for listening to this episode. and I will see you next time.